Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to three different pints. Before the show begins, I suggest we all get some booze and get fucked up. Beer. There we have it, the secret to the perfect pint. A lovely curved glass, a healthy amount of head. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Three Different Pints. My name is Lord Kevin, and I'm here with Dwayne. Hello, everyone. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Justin. And Justin. Man, do you guys know a good place to go to get a rim job? <laughs> Excuse me? I was taking a corner too sharp and my grinded my rim on a curb. And now it's all scratched up and it looks ridiculous. Where do I get it fixed? Uh, I would either go A, to your dealership to get the stock rim, or B, just pull out the money and get some cool custom rims, dude. No, mean. that's their 20-inch deep dish chrome, man. Well, did they come stock on your vehicle? No, I... Well, I think if you look for the brand, you could probably find them online and buy one, you know? Well, I'd rather just get it fixed if you guys know a place. I don't actually know a place that knows how to do that. You know, if you if anybody out there knows a, a guy who could fix rims, I mean, usually when you wreck a rim, it's toast. I mean, that's the, the way I look at it back in the... you know. I look at it like it looks like I'm a rookie alcoholic that can't drive without hitting <laughs> curbs. Were you just parking your car and hit the curb? or No, I was just Duke's a hazard around a corner and went... <laughs> I, I overcorrected. Well, you know, this episode is going to be Asian Pacific American Heritage Month. And what does that mean? It's a celebration of Asians and Pacific Islanders in the United States. So doing my research on this... Um, there's really not much out there on this this month. And uh, I asked 100 people who are of Asian descent, and I'm like, what do you guys think of this month or this celebration? And they're like, what? I don't know nothing. What? I've never heard of this before. So th- let me just give you a little bit of history why we have this um, Asian Pacific American Heritage Month. I'm going to say that a lot, and I'm going to screw it up a lot. So just go with me, folks. In... Um, it all comes down to to racism, and I hate to bring this subject up. We are not a political show, but back in the day, you know, we were at war. We were at war with Japan during World War II. We had a conflict with Korea. We also had a conflict with Vietnam. So the American people were kind of looking down on the Asians, you know, in the country. And it didn't matter where you were from. They looked down, and they actually called people Orientals. And that was like a very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Disgraceful term to that, to people from Asia. And I agree, it is a disgraceful term. And so people were like, we got to do something to promote the Asians in America. So in 1978, um, President Carter signed a bill that was going to make the first week in May, Asian Pacific Heritage you know, Week. But the problem was, is they wanted to make um, May 10th part of it, 
And what that was, that's the first time they put the golden spike um, in San Francisco for the Transcontinental Railroad using, you know, Chinese labor. So he's like, oh, a week's not going to work. We're going to make it 10 days. So they made it 10 days. What's in the middle of May that everybody celebrates in this country? I don't know, but I know in the first week you don't want this conflicting with Star Wars Day. Well, now you don't, but um, Cinco de Mayo is oh. May 5th, you know, and, and in Southern California, that was a big deal. You know, it still is. In fact, for me, as you guys know, if you listen to the previous show, I, I dig Cinco de Mayo. So they were like, you know, this isn't working out. We, um, we need to make it bigger because we're not really getting the word out. So in 1990, um, George H.W. Bush, the older guy, the father, you know, he, um, he made the celebration into a month because he felt that, you know, what they were trying to do really did, wasn't getting out there. So we're going to make it a month. We're going to promote it. I don't know. I've seen one commercial on TV. Uh, have you guys seen anything? I haven't seen Jack Diddley squat. Nothing. Nothing. And it, it kind of sucks, you know. There, there are, the U.S. population is 329 million people, all right? So that's a huge amount of people. But only 5.7 are Asian. So that's not very big. And to make it even bigger, you know, the Pacific part is the Pacific Islanders. That's 0.02% of the population. So... I kind of blame, I don't blame, that's not the right word I'm looking for. I think the Asians need to step up, you know, step up and promote this month so people know, you know, and so we're going to do it here on this show. We're going to drink some beers from Asia. You know, there's no way that we could drink all the beers from Asia. It would take us a month and a half because Asia is a huge place, you know, and we've traveled there. I mean, Dwayne lived there, you know, in Asia. You've traveled, Justin, with me. We've gone just Remember about Remember Nam? In 72, Front Lines, Ho Chi Minh Trail. I still have shrapnel in my cervix. <laughs> what is he talking about? I have no idea. It wasn't a dream. <laughs> Didn't we go to Vietnam together? We did, but you did not fight in the conflict. <laughs> oh, well, whatever. <laughs> Weren't even born in 72. I mean, we, we went to Pacific <laughs> Islands. I mean, we went to Japan. We went to um, Taiwan. I mean, I, the list goes on, but the ones that really stick out to me was like, we went to Palau and we went scuba diving. I mean, that was amazing. And we were able to go in that lake with the jellyfish. Do you remember that? Jellyfish Lake. That was the most amazing thing I seriously have ever seen in my whole life. Yeah. I mean, what it was, what he's we're referring to is there's a lake in Palau that um, started out as salt water. Some jellyfish got trapped and through the centuries, it grew into more of a mountain. Now it's a freshwater lake and the jellyfish in there are, you know, they're, they're freshwater jellyfish and they don't have any stingers. They don't have any prey to def have to defend themselves so yeah. you can you can go underwater and just squeeze them like a bunch of boobs and they don't hurt no they, we had a great time there so i'm going to start with my first beer um do you guys have anything to, to add to this at all no i think you covered all the bases well i i don't want to make this a boring show but um i i'm ready to drink some beer personally me you too know. let's do it one fight all right, so what do you guys think? Well, what was your inspirational reason that inspired you to bring this beer? Um, you know what? I might just uh, explain that after we re-rate this beer, you know? Oh, that's intense. Yeah, well, there's a, there's a good reason for it. Um, so when you look at this beer, what do you guys think? What do you, what's the color? It's... Not a typical copper, like we always say. It's kind of a light, it's like melted pennies. 
melted. <laughs> I don't think it's Annie's. that dark. <laughs> to me, it's it's, it's it's a yellow color. It's a yellow, darker it's a, yellow. Yeah, it's a little bit darker than your normal yellow. Like to me, I'm gonna put a two on that color. I don't think it's you know extremely yeah. dark, and yeah, it's not. You can still really see light. through it and stuff. Yeah, it's transparent. So, you know, what what do you think there, Justin? Two, a two, and you, Dwayne? I'll go two also. So go ahead and uh, give it a whiff. Mm, what's that smell? Ew. Well, it smells like a typical beer to me. I mean, uh, I smell a scooch of a scotch, a scotch. How do you say that word? I don't know. It's a scotch of honey. <laughs> really? You smell honey. I don't smell honey. I oh, smell like a good old fashioned beer to yeah, me. I don't smell anything. You know, this is just your basic run of the mill beer smell. So, um, smell one through five. What do you give it, Justin, with your honey smell? Three. A three. A three. And how about you, Dwayne? Two. I'm going to go with two also. I don't smell anything special. I mean, we've been drinking all those fruit beers lately. It's, you know, nothing special this one. So go ahead and give it a taste and tell me what you think. Tastes like uh, wine. Like what? Beer and wine mixed together. I, I don't get that flavor. Wine, huh? I drank this last night, you know, when I was cleaning the house. I just went ahead and popped a couple of these open. And, I, I just uh, made that word up, by the way. You're not supposed to know it. <laughs> I like it. I think it tastes good. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to give it a, a, a pretty sufficient rating here. Well, no, maybe I'm thinking a sh- it has like a hint of champagne in it, I think, not wine. Mm. You don't taste it at all? <coughs> hey, simmer down. <laughs> Oh my God, I almost died. I forgot how to swallow. Um, <laughs> I don't taste champagne in that beer. It's pretty smooth, not too much bite to it no, and stuff. It, like, I mean, this is an everyday drinking beer to me. I mean, yeah, I could drink exactly. this all day long. Yeah. It's good. It's it's better than, you know, your American beers, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, as far as beers go, I don't think it's too bad. I kind of like it. So I'm going to give it a big six on the taste. And how about you, Dwayne? I'll go a little higher. I like it. I'm going to go seven. You're going to go a seven. And how about you, Justin, as you drink away? Roll in in my 5.0 rag top down so my hair can blow. (laughs) All right, Vanilla Ice, what do you got there? (laughs) 5.0. (laughs) 5.0. So you're asking why did I bring this beer? Um, This is why. Hello. Hello, is this Lucy? Hello, is this Lucy? Yes, this is Lucy. Hi, this is Kevin with three different pints. Um, I have to let you know that you're on the air and I'm recording this. Um, How are you doing today? I'm good. You're doing good? Um, Did you know it was Asian Pacific American Heritage Month? Did you know that was going on right now? Not really. Not really. Well, you're (laughs) you're not the only one. I've talked to quite a few people and they're not... They're not real keen on it. They don't know what it is. But um, let me ask you, where were you born? Uh, in the Philippines. In the Philippines. Was it like a big city or a rural area? Uh, rural. Rural? Like, yeah, northern part. When, um, how old were you when you first came to the United States? We moved to the United States when I was 18. Was it a, a hard change coming from the Philippines to the U.S.? 
Yeah. Yeah. What was the the hardest challenges for you? Well, if you move from Philippines to here, uh, you don't know nothing, nobody, only your family and like you don't have no car, you don't have like start from the scratch, basically. So it's really hard and no job. We, we only depending on our aunt before. So, so, um, did you already know English before you came to the United States or did you learn English while you were here? Um, we learned from the Philippines. We have English uh, subject when we go to school. So, so that wasn't a, a, a totally hard transition. Just trying to meet new friends, you know, assimilate to how things work here was really difficult for you. I bet. Right. You just, you know, find new friends. So after you're here for a while and, and do you visit the Philippines very often? Like when's the last time you went? Not really. Um, I went back maybe, yeah, twice since we moved to America. So when you go back to the Philippines, what's the number one thing that you like to do? Food. Food. Uh, so what's your favorite dish? Like adobo, like seafood. Seafood is the best over there because they just, when you eat, it's just, they just caught it from the ocean. So like, so it's so good. When, and it's cheap. And it's cheap. When you're here in Las Vegas, where's your favorite place to get Filipino food? Uh, we, well, my husband goes to, um, Cucina ni Lorraine, or he goes to Seafood, where's the Grill City? Okay. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's Grill City. Is that a restaurant or is it like a store? It's like, it's a mix, like restaurant. You can dine in and to go. So my show, or our show, I should say, the Three Different Pints, is, is a beer show. So when you're with your family and you are celebrating, what Filipino beer do you guys drink? Well, for me, I'm not a big, you know, big fan of uh, beer. But we, we, when we drink uh, back home, they only, like, they have, like, San Miguel or they have the... Called the Ginebra San Miguel. So the the shot. I've never had that, and I've never seen that. I've never seen that here. But I know San Miguel was a big part of the um, when I worked on the cruise ship. There's a lot of Filipinos on board, and that is what they always like to drink. And they invite me to the parties. That was the beer they gave me. So it's a good little beer. You know, I'm gonna have to let you go, Lucy. Thank you so much for your time. See, it was easy. It was quick, right? That's right. All right. Well, I will talk to you later. Thank you so much. Thank you. I just want to say thank you again to Lucy for allowing us to do that interview. So um, when you uh, look at this beer, what's your wow factor? If you walked into a bar, one through ten? Well, I keep saying five for everything, but I mean, that's, I mean, I'd be inclined to drink it if I saw it, kind of. How about you, Dwayne? I think I'd be definitely inclined to drink this. I like it a lot. I mean, it's a easy drinker. 
Yeah, I, mean, I do too. Like, but you don't really find it anywhere because of where it's from. But um, to me, I would drink this over most of the beers on tap at our local bars. You know, so I'm going to give it a seven. I would be wild to find it in a bar. Um, I, you know, you can buy it. Um, I got these at Lee's Liquor here in town. So, what what was your number? I'm going to give it a seven point five. Seven point five. You just had to trump me a little bit. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, I liked yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> So if you guys were Justin wondering, didn't give you a number though yet. No, he gave me a five. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, pretty. Oh, that's right. He said everything's about five. Yeah. <laughs> so Lucy mentioned San Miguel, and that's what I brought the Pell Pizzen. There you go. Wait, that's actually was this planned and staged, and you guys had this <laughs> for for me? It was planned and staged. That's why I did it that way. But she but recommended she, but San her Miguel. Saying San Miguel was had nothing to do with you picking this beer. No, I went and bought that beer because she said it. Oh. Yeah. So I interviewed her like in the middle of the week. Oh, am I kind of like exposing a magician's secrets by asking this? No, absolutely not. I mean, I think people could figure it out. I mean, I couldn't figure it out. You saying I'm <laughs> stupid? <laughs> no, it's a good beer. Like I mentioned before, when I worked on the cruise ships, um, of a crew of 500, like 340 were Filipinos, and we had a great time. And when they would have a party, this is what they would serve there at the party. And that's how I first got introduced to San Miguel's. And it's a good beer. I mean, I, I'll drink it all day long. They are the funnest, partiest people. Everything's fun, and they're so fun, and everything's a party. Oh, party, party, party. You know, a, a fun fact that I'm going to bring up here is the first documented Asians to land in the United States was in 1587, and it was a Filipino landed in California. Wow. That's the first documented person or Asian to come to the United States. So that's why I picked the Filipino beer for my beer this week. And so, um, you know, when I was doing my research for this um, for this. Asian Pacific American Heritage Month. You know, I'm online. I'm looking. There, there's really not much out there on it. I mean, I hate to say that, um, but I kept coming across this thing called a haka. Are you guys aware of what a haka is? No idea. Uh, it sounds like a Star Wars word or something. Well, it, it's like a dance that they do, you know, in the Pacific Islands. Um, like when I was looking, it was like videos of the hula and, and videos of the haka. So... I called somebody, and yes, this is going to be very phone interviewish style show because, you know, I can't have everybody at the house at this hour, you know, to hang out and talk about Asian Month. And there's so many countries that, you know, is, is covered. So I went ahead and I, I called somebody here. Let's see what he has to say about the Hakka. Hey, Bart. Hey, Kane, this is Kevin with three different pints. Um, I'm recording this call. I have to let you know that ahead of time, but... Um, being a natural New Zealander living here in, you know, the United States, what, um, I, I keep looking on the internet and I see this thing called the Hakka. What, what is that? Uh, so yeah, the Hakka is a, it's kind of a, uh, well, it's got several different meanings and, you know, um, and I've mentioned before that, uh, it can be performed in different manners, you know, it can be performed in, you know, a celebratory kind of deal, but, you know, like at a wedding or something, but it can also be performed at a funeral, you know, as a sign of respect. Um, and like I was saying earlier, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, the Kamati is one of the most, you know, pretty much the most famous haka out of New Zealand. And it's the one that's probably performed the most, but, um, you know, there's, 
every tribe in New Zealand, there's you have main tribes and sub tribes. You know your iwi and uh, your, you know your hapu, and pretty much every tribe has their own haka. You know where where they come from, and you know talking about you know their experiences from their tribes as opposed to you know just the one the one standard haka that everyone knows. So. So it's not just a, a like a battle cry, like you know, like, like I assume watching TV that it's you know I'm taking you on. Come on, sucker, let's go. I mean that. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it's what I'm it looks team. like. It looks awesome. I mean, I gotta be honest with you. I when they come out on the like when the um, New Zealand All Blacks come on the field, I'm like they mean business, you know. Yeah, definitely, and and it, a lot of people do take it as, as an intimidating, intimidating kind of a. Uh, you know, war dance, but to be honest, it's probably more about a sign of respect towards your opponent than it is intimidating, you know, like trying to intimidate them out. But it's just, um, like I said, it, it can be taken in many different ways, shapes and forms from different tribes all over, all over the country. And, um, you know, Kamati, it, it, like the Kamati, one of the main huckers is actually based on, I think it was written back in the early 1800s by a fellow Tiraupara, and it was, um, you know, it's actually that haka there is actually talking about celebrating life um, rather than advocating death or killing. You know, so the phrase kamati, kamati translate, um, it was death, it was death. And um, kora, kora, it, it translates into life, life, you know. So he's talking about like thinking he's going to die, thinking he's going to die, then he wants to live, he wants to live. You know, then it goes on through the haka talking about how he's saved by a hairy man, you know, and that's the man who essentially saved him and hid him and protected him, you know, in a, in a battle. And then he talks about how the sun's going to rise again, you know, referring to, you know, the sun's going to come up again, he's still living. And, and that's what it's about, that, that specific haka. You know, um, when I went to your wedding, I mean, people out there yep. don't know that we are related. He married one of my cousins, and so we went to his yep. wedding, and they did the group of the men did this haka, and I was like, "What the hell is going on?" They took all their clothes off almost, and they did the dance, <laughs> and it was wild. You know, I really, I really liked it. It was full of energy, and it was exciting. You know, and it was Absolutely. pretty cool. So as I was it, doing it, my research, you know, I'm like, "There's one guy I got to talk to who knows about this," and so that was yeah. you. You know. So do you feel like um, um, that you are being part of the Pacific America Heritage Month, month at all? Do you feel like you're part of that? Do you see a lot of it around? Uh, I haven't seen a ton. I know there is actually, you know, we live out in California now, and um, there's a, a winery out here who's actually owned by a Kiwi guy, and he does do cultural days where he'll get me to come up there with a couple of the rugby boys and do a haka just to show people, you know, what it is. And, but, you know, it's something that, you know, we take very serious back home and, you know, we're very passionate about it. And, um, you know, you can feel it. It's a, it's a very emotional, you know, emotional kind of deal. It's not something, let's put it this way, it's not something you do half-assed and, you know, and, and kind of lightly. You, you know, when you do it, you do it. You put everything into it, all your emotion into it, all your all your mana into it, which is your strength, your inner strength, you know, that projects out when you do it. Like, it's not something that you, you take lightly when you perform it. And I, I was really amazed also that almost all the Pacific Islanders have some form of this dance, you know, or routine, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's not just New Zealand, you know. That you know, like you watch rugby games when New Zealand plays against Samoa or Tonga or 
you know, Fiji, they all, you know, they all have their form of a haka. New Zealand's tends to be a little, uh, how would I say, it seems a little more, um, I guess, violent, you know, the delivery of it, where the other ones seem a little more laid back, tame kind of hackers. You know, there's some more towards Hawaiian kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, the New Zealand one, they, they can tend to get a little aggressive when they do them, you know, but it's just that passion and that, that mana coming through. Well, I don't want to take your whole time doing this. I really appreciate you um, letting me talk to you about this and recording it for the show because it, it might yeah, open some people's eyes on how, you know, or what the dance actually represents, you know. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, it's not just a, it's not just a challenge, you know. It's also a sign of respect to, like, you know, we also, you know, you do hakas at, at New Zealand funerals or tangi, Māori tangis, you know, as a sign of respect because you're you're there to celebrate someone's life, not mourn their death. So, you know, that that's a good way of showing that at a funeral or a tangi as you perform a haka for them. So, especially, you know, families that are more Pacific Islander or Māori families tend to, uh, tend to go that route. So Awesome. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, I will talk to you later. Tell my cousin I said hi. I definitely will, man. Give the kids a kiss on the head for me. Will do. Awesome, right. man. Thank you. All right, take it easy. So that was my cousin's husband, Kane, and he's a hell of a guy, and I can't wait to have him sit with us one day. He's a really cool dude, man. He's uh, used to be a rugby player, and you know he's, he's a tough guy. Let me just tell you that right now. But I thought rugby players were wimps. Oh no! What? Oh no! I'm I don't just watch being sports. a smartass, <laughs> and I know that. <laughs> I'm just being a smartass. So you guys don't really know what the haka is, right? That's I don't have me. no idea. Well, no. I downloaded a clip off of. Uh, I edited a little bit to uh, make it short, but I'm gonna play it for you. Um, it's friggin' nuts. These kids are giving respect to one of their teachers who is leaving their the school. So. Pretty tough guys, huh? Whoa, my. If I was the leader of an army and I went to New Zealand to conquer them and they started doing that, I'd just go home and play Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's all over the Pacific Islands. Every every island has their own little version of it. And when you watch it live, man, they look like they're going to kick some ass. I mean, that's pretty, it's, they're pretty tough. So I don't think we brought a Pacific Island beer this week it's hard to find that hey know. real quick if anybody wants to see a good new zealand movie about badasses savage that's uh, about a new zealand gang so a and new- it, it's pretty new so all right savage huh? yeah. new zealand so Dwayne, you you ready to bring your beer in for us sure i'll bring a beer all right in. let's start beer drinking again beer to fight so uh this is a good looking beer you brought us Dwayne. i mean it's very light in color. Um, it's yellow. Uh, you can see right through the glass. Well, there's a little bit of haziness in there. I don't know if you can see right through it or not. Maybe just a tinge lighter than the first one, huh? Yeah. It's close. Little hazy from Boston. <laughs> 
So, um, what do you give that color rating? One through one through five. There. One point. I put two. You don't want to go one point zero five like last show. <laughs> I don't even remember last show, but I'll give this a two. <laughs> All right, Justin's giving it a two. I'm going to give it 1.5. And Dwayne, what do you give that color? Uh, I'll give it a two. You're going to give it a two. So let's go ahead and give it a smell. Mm, what's that smell? Ew. I smell absolutely almost nothing. Yeah, me too. I, I put my nose in that cup. I don't smell anything. I don't smell anything no, either. No, not at all. There's no like fancy flavors or nothing. I don't smell anything. So. Uh -huh. My smell, I'm going to give it a one. And Dwayne? I'll give it a one also. And Justin? Two. Me too. A two. two okay. No, I mean one. Me me too. One. <laughs> Three? No, just a one. <laughs> you know what happens when we all agree on something. Yeah, you know, it's not a good eye. It's not a good sign. But um, go ahead and give it a, a drink and tell me what you guys think. You know, the... I know last time we started with a Filipino interview, but this is not a New Zealand beer. I can tell you that right now. What what are you what are you thinking? I had a snap back on Dwayne's head. It's good. Yeah, I'm, it's not a strong flavor at all. It's just kind of refreshing and I think it's really smooth, light and not too fizzy, not too nut. It's just just right for a beer. I think an all day it, drinker. It, it, it's definitely a light beer. I mean, it's not a, a strong beer at all. I mean, it's your like we said, an everyday drinker. And I think most Asian beers are like that. You know, they're not like super super heavy. You know? So you think it's a Taste one through ten. Mm, I'll give it a six. Kind of like it. You like it because there's not a lot of flavor to it, or you just yeah, just give me the alcohol, right? So yeah, I mean no, it's just because most beers gross, so this sitting gross, so I give it a six. What about you, Dwayne? What do you think about this one? I like it. I'm gonna give it a seven. You're gonna give it a seven. It's really smooth. I mean, I think it has a little bit of taste to it i think it's a good taste you know I, i'm gonna finish this cup it's not a bad beer at all it, but i don't see like a whole lot of flavor to it so I'm, I'm gonna give it a big five um i like my beers just a little bit more flavorful like i think the last beer we had had a little bit more tinge to it right flavor a little bit more it. tinge to it yeah. it did this is actually it's, i mean this and that one you could feel the little bit of bite to it the san miguel and this one's a little bit lighter I think if you were like not a big beer drinker, this is for you. I mean, holler. Is, yeah, it's, yeah. There goes the Zima guy. <laughs> is it still cool to say holler? For you, you can do it anytime you want, buddy. Oh. Yeah. So um, your wow factor, you walk into a bar and you see this on tap. Are you wowed? Yeah. Six. You're going to give it a six. Anytime I'm at a bar, I'm there to eat some burgers and stuff. And the more thicker and gross the beer is, the more it ruins my appetite. So this will not ruin my appetite. And you, Dwayne? Well, because I know what beer I bought. Well, let, stuff, let, me, let, let me go first. Oh, yeah, you since go. you know what it is. So right. for me, um, depending on what... I know this is an Asian beer since it's an Asian show. So if I was going to a restaurant and was going to have this style Asian food... I'm going to order this beer with it. I think it'd be very good. So I'm going to give a wow factor a big seven for that, you know? So, Dwayne, I'm sorry to cut you off before. Go no, ahead. Oh, that's all right. I mean, we're not going to find this on tap anywhere. I'm sure I mean, you're not. Yeah. I'm not even sure if it's an Asian restaurant that is geared towards this food. I mean, they have, might have it in a bottle, but not on tap. I'm very intrigued on what he has here. But I'm going to go with an eight. At eight, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, so. definitely. If I'm at this type of food restaurant, I'm drinking this beer. 
Okay. So what did you bring it? What did you bring us? So I asked some people at work, you know, I did a little research looking for Pacific islands and looking for something that, you know, qualifies as an island since, I mean, I know it could be any Asian country. I mean, it's not just I Pacific Island, I believe month, it's all Asians and all the countries, but I think we were gearing a little bit more towards the islands for this show. I think so for the first show. Yeah. yeah. So I spoke to somebody at work and, uh, asked him about the beers from his country and, uh, he gave me a list of them and I sent my son and wife out shopping for me and they sent me photos and uh, I picked them out. So um, this beer is called Taiwan Beer just from Taiwan. It's just called Taiwan Beer. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, when, when Jess and I went to Taiwan, I, I'm pretty sure we drank this beer there because it was all over the place. Oh, look at that label. That's a, wow. Boy, that is this, That's uh, a simple beer. That is as simple as it can get. Because this started off as a monopoly. Okay. Only beer that could be sold in Taiwan was made by this company and they just called it Taiwan beer. How strong is it? <laughs> it is, I believe, 4.5%. So it's right. Normal beer. Just a normal beer. Everyday drinker. Um, it's good. Yeah. And I like it. And so, they stayed a monopoly for quite a long time. I believe until the 1990s. They were the only beer that could be sold in Taiwan. Wow, what a racket. <laughs> yeah, it was a racket. Wait, uh, hold, wait, I've been to Taiwan. You've been to Taipei, <laughs> Taiwan with us. Do you remember, um, this is one of my favorite stories because people don't believe that we actually did it. And I think you did it too. But we were walking in, in Taipei and there's like this little shopping district and we're walking through and this guy says, oh, you guys want to have a beer? Come in, come in. So we go in there and as we're sitting there drinking our beer, I look up and there's all these cages up in this, the rack, like over this special shelf all around the, the restaurant and they have snakes in these cages. Really? And I was like, so what, what are those snakes up there? He says, well, it's the year of the snake. So you guys, um, you drink the, the snake blood for good luck. Were you there for this? I don't know. You I don't were, think so. <laughs> so the, uh, the 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 owner of the restaurant says, do you guys want to try it? And we said, yeah, sure, but what is the shot? Is it just straight blood? He goes, oh, no, no, we use the wine. So they took the snake down and they like punctured it and they dripped this snake blood into these shot glasses. And we cheered and we shot it and man, it was nasty. I mean, it was nasty. <laughs> it tasted like eating sawdust. It was so gross. Did you get HPV or anything from it? <laughs> no, it was fine. It's alcohol with snake blood in it. It was good. You know, I had a, actually I had a very lucky year that year, so maybe I should try it again. You know, I feel like a real jerk if I was there and I don't remember that. I don't know if you were or not. I mean, who we, else would I have been hanging out with? I don't have any friends. Well, there was times <laughs> where we had import or in, was it import manning where you had to stay on the ship. You yeah, leave in case the thing caught on fire. So we get the people off the ship. So maybe that was when you were there. I don't know. But we also went to the um, fake hard rock cafe there in Taipei. That was pretty cool. You know, that music blaring. You don't remember that at I all? I think huh? I have dementia or something. Do you remember walking down the street and they had the vendors that had the sticks of like scorpions that were deep fried and the different bugs that were deep fried there? No. Well, how about the the taxi drivers that were eating that um, 
some kind of plant that turn red. And oh, yeah, they do that in Thailand, about. too. Like they it. open their mouth. You think their like, teeth are bleeding and stuff, but it's just like... In th- India. It's like, it's like a tobacco type thing or something. It's, they do that in India, too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a weird plant oh, it, that they It scared use. me the first time when I saw it in Thailand. I was like, what? The yeah, the, the taxi driver looks at me I'm like, who punched you in the mouth, dude? I mean, what the hell is going on here, you know? So, so um, Justin, are you ready to bring your beer in? Yes, please. All right, why don't you go ahead and grab it. Final beer, fight! Well, Justin, this is a really good-looking beer here, and I know you think I say that all the time, but, you know, this is a little bit darker than the last one we had. I mean, it's a golden in color. Um, you can see right through the glass. I mean, it's quite a few bit of bubbles coming up. Um, so what what made you bring this beer? I'll give you a hint. Uh, Ohio gazamas, moshi moshi, itadakimasu, uh, baka, yata. <laughs> oh, oh, I love it. I'm opai daisukiyo, hitomi tanaka. So... How did you learn all this language? <laughs> My ex, she's Japanese. So you you were engaged to a yeah, Japanese woman? Yeah, I was engaged to her. Wow. And I don't want to get into details why you guys separated. Well, I'm not going to say anything about her because I don't want her coming over here and Harry carrying my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so I assume this is a Japanese beer since that's what you're speaking was Japanese. So um, hi. When you look at this beer uh, for the color, like I said before, it's it's a golden color. I mean, it's it's not super light, um, but it's not dark. Uh, I'm going to give it a 2.5 for my color rating. How about you, Dwayne? I'm going to give it a 2. A 2, and you, Justin? Liquid gold. That's what it looks like. <laughs> Liquid gold. <laughs> 2. All right, so let's go ahead and give it a whiff. Mm, what's that smell? Ew. I feel like I should be eating sushi right now. I know what this beer is. Really? I still think it doesn't. Have, I, I don't think Asian beers have smells. <laughs> oh, that has a smell. Really? Yeah, it sure does. And it, it's not a bad smell. I mean, if you drank this beer, you know immediately if you I'm smell getting it. I'm getting PTSD from smelling this. I'm having some bad memory flashbacks. <laughs> Uh-oh. Of the X or of other things? <laughs> I'm not talking about it. <laughs> So, I mean, I don't think it's a, a bad smell. Um, it's it's not, like I said before, it's not a super fruity or crazy smell to it. Um, I, I, I think I smell malt is what I smell in that beer. I, what do you Maybe. smell? I don't smell anything. I'm you just... don't smell anything. So for you me, know? I'm going to give it a, a 2.5, you know, and Dwayne, what is your smell? I have to give it a 1. A 1. And you, Justin? I'm concerned about Dwayne's nasal passage. <laughs> this is a... I could have a, COVID right now. I don't know. But it's very aroma. I, I really? smell it. Yeah, I smell like a malty smell to it. It's. Mm. Yeah. When's the last time you blew your nose? Mm, yesterday. Mm. <laughs> so, Justin, what's your smell? One through five? Uh, I don't like to smell too much, too. A two. <laughs> so you don't really care for it. So why don't you guys go ahead and drink up and... You're saying this is the first Japanese beer you ever had, Dwayne. This one right here. Uh, if I know, if I think that's what it is, yes. Okay, so he, I'm shocked at that that he's never had a Japanese beer before. So go ahead and give it a, a sip and tell me what you think. They're both drinking away. Yeah. So, well, uh, I never did, and I still don't like this beer. Oh, okay. 
And Dwayne, what do you think? I like this beer. I know I've had it before, but it's definitely got more bite than the first two, I believe. Yeah, it's, it's a it's definitely got more of a bite. Um, it's a completely different style of beer than right. the two we had. And um, so you've then you have had a Japanese no, beer. Oh, I said that. What did I say earlier? You said you've never had a Japanese no, beer before. Oh, I didn't say that. No, this is our first fight on air. This is <laughs> yeah, exciting. Yeah, this is the first time. Yeah. I think I said, I can't remember now what I said. That I'm telling you word for word no, what you said to me. We're going to have to go back and listen. But I've had many Japanese beers, but I was pretty sure that what he brought, that I've had it before. Okay. So I I must have misunderstood you. Well, it's no big deal. So, um, your I love sushi, so I've had every beer there. You've had to have it. Every weird. Japanese restaurant, whatever they serve here in town. Absolutely. Hey, what's that sake called that it's not clear, it's cloudy? That's my favorite stuff, whatever that is. The rice. Oh, that milky color? Yeah. <laughs> that is good. Uh, I don't know what it is, uh, but it's I good. It. I love it. I don't know what Can we do a shout either? out to Brother Dave? He'd be happy because that's what he always orders. Oh, it's a milky sake? Yeah. Yeah. Brother Dave loves it when we mention his name. Oh, yeah. So this is the first time we actually use the Brother Dave term. <laughs> um, is he really one of your brothers? Uh, is he a brother for real? No, no. no he's, that's just his, that's just what people call him. You know, mm. Brother Dave. So um, your flavor, your taste, one through ten. What do you give that one, Justin? Two. A two. And it's not the worst beer I've ever had, but I sure don't like it. Okay. And how about you, Dwayne? I like it. I always order it all the time. <laughs> so if I go out for sushi, I like it. I think I like it on draft, honestly, a little bit better than out of a bottle. I think you say that with most beers. You know, yeah. when it comes out of a draft, it's so much better. Yeah. And, so. and I always do. If they offer, they have a beer on draft, I want it on draft. But I'm going to give it a 5.5. 5.5. Wow. Okay. So I'm going to give it a 7 on the flavor. And it brings back a lot of memories for me when I drink this. I, I love sushi. And this is what I drink when I, when I eat sushi. And I drink it a lot. So um, your wow factor, you know. I'm wowless. You're wowless. So you give it a big. <laughs> one and a half. 1.5, not 1.05. If people listen to last episode, they'll get a kick out of that. It's the same thing. And you, Dwayne? I mean. I guess it depends, you know, what the situation is. If I'm at a sushi restaurant and they have it on tap, I'm wowed. I'm like, all right, give it to me. I mean, so it would be. And, but if I'm at a regular bar. It's not my go-to beer. Um, I'm going to say 7.5 on the wow factor. And for me, I mean, this is what I drink when I eat sushi. I mean, I'm not going to order this in a regular bar. I mean, when I have the Japanese-style food, this is what I'm ordering. So I'm going to give it a big 8 just for that reason. Um, But I want you guys to listen to somebody that I interviewed. I know you guys are like, another phone interview. Yes, another phone interview. And this is what this gentleman had to say. Hi, this is uh, Kevin with three different pints. I'm recording this call just to let you know. Um, Mm -hmm. So how do I properly say your name? Uh, It's going to be Yuya. Yuya. And uh, where were you born? I was born in uh, Japan. In Japan. And how old were you when you first came to the United States? Uh, Three months old. Three months old. So you really didn't get a chance to live in Japan and then come here. But um, how often do you go to Japan? I visit uh, once a year for like a month or so and stay at my grandparents' place. 
So is it a big change going to Japan, being at an, basically an American living here? Yeah, yeah, a lot of different, like, a lot of, like, different in, like, social expectations, stuff like that. So, I mean, we, we spoke earlier on the phone, and you said that when you were growing up here in America, you kind of felt like an outcast in the neighborhood right. you were growing up? Yeah, Would yeah. you like, elaborate a little bit for the audience here? Uh, like, uh, I grew up in, like, a predominantly white neighborhood for most of my life. So, like, in elementary school, when we would have, like, lunch and stuff, I'd bring, like, uh, rice balls, like, wrapped in uh, seaweed, and people would be like, oh, my God, what is that? You know, ew, it's black stuff. What, what is that black stuff on the rice? Disgusting. And then, um, you know, I'd be like, it, it's just food. It's, like, super common in Japan. Like, what do you mean, you know? And and then, like, when I go back to Japan, even though, like, I visit every year, like, you know, I know how it is over there. Everyone in Japan views me as like, what, what's wrong with this guy? You know, like, why does he have like so many piercings? Like, how old is he? Like, half of his head shaved. Like, is he part of the Yakuza? Is he a delinquent? Like, what's wrong with you? Why is his skin so dark? You know, does he play sports? It doesn't look like it. Then why is he so dark? You know, stuff like that. So, you know, this is a, a beer drinking show. And um, I'm going to ask you, what what is your favorite beer in Japan when you're there? It's gonna be a uh, Asahi Super Dry, I think Sapporo and like Kirin, like the stuff that a lot of people drink is trash. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's pretty funny, actually. Um, so you know, it's Asian Pacific Heritage Month. Well, I screwed that up. It's Asian Pacific Heritage Month. Um, how do you feel about that? I mean, what does that mean to you personally? I'll be completely honest. I didn't even know it was that month until you told me. <laughs> you know, that's kind of the, the, the general census I've gotten when I talked. I've talked to 100 people, you know, and they are they all feel the same way. And I think it's a shame. I mean, there's a reason for it. <clears throat> Let me. Is there anything else you want to say about Japan? About Japan? No, not really. <laughs> oh, not really. So, it's an okay country. <laughs> just an okay country. <laughs> okay country. <laughs> you know, uh, my friend Jess and I, we both went to Japan um, in the 2000, mm-hmm. you know, but I think it was the year 2000, actually, or 2001. And I found it very hard. I mean, we went to, uh, I think it was Okinawa that we went to, and I found it very hard, like, even to order food. Like, the lady had to bring, like, little, you know, pamphlets of pictures and stuff, and we just pointed at yeah. what we wanted to eat. You know, English is not very prominent. No, I mean, if you go to like, uh, I, I live in like the suburbs of Osaka. So if I go to like, Os- like the, like the center of Osaka, like, you know, most people there, they have like English menus now, but until a couple of years ago, like I, I'd see uh, American tourists and, you know, like they'd say something like, Hey, is anything like blue and free, you know? And then the waitress there would be like, the hell is that? What is gluten? And I'm standing over here like, oh, I know what that is. I know what that is. Let me help them out, you know. <laughs> so the fact that you visit Japan so much, you know, you said you go like almost once a year for a month or so. Yeah. Or what is your favorite Japanese restaurant here in Las Vegas? Favorite Japanese restaurant here in Las Vegas? Probably going to be uh, Sushi Hero. They're located on uh, Eastern and... Uh, near Eastern and Serene. Eastern and Serene, and 
Is there any other places that you like to go to? I mean, that's sushi, I understand, but is there like more home style cooking, or do they have it all home there? Home style cooking? Not, not really. No, no. All right. Well, hey, I really appreciate your time. Thank you for doing this interview with me. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much, man. Well, I guess Justin's right for not liking Sapporo. I'm, I don't know we did the reveal, but I'm going to reveal it now. It's Sapporo, and uh, I guess I'm trash because I like it. I think it's good. I love that guy. I'm going to ask him to move in with me and my mom. <laughs> he might. You better be careful. Yeah. Oh, he sounds cool. That's fine. Um, just a real quick Japanese flag, uh, fact. Um, in 1806, the first documented Japanese to come to America landed in Hawaii in 1806. So, I mean, that's uh, that's just a little fact I found. It's not a big deal. Um, Do you happen to... Okay, so it's 2021, and they still censor their porn. What's that all about? Uh, it's illegal. I mean, in Japan, porn's illegal. But I don't know they're why. they're so ahead of the time in so many areas. Why porn? Why are they still... Well, I think, what, what is that stuff, the cartoon called that they... Anime? Write? Anime. That's why people like anime, because they could do full penetration and everything in there, and it's not a big deal, because it's a cartoon. But yeah, if you I'm do so live porn in Japan, it's it's illegal. I mean, they have to fuzz it out and fuzz. I'm not a big, I'm not a big porn guy anymore. I mean, I'm not, but, um, I do know that fact, unfortunately. So are you guys ready for the next beer? I have one more here. If you guys want to try There's it. actually software now that unpixels the pixels. <laughs> so you can kind of see what's going on. Like almost perfectly. It's still a little <laughs> weird, but you can, you know, I know I'm a big Instagram guy and you can follow us at 3d pints, but, I guess girls are pixelating their own pictures before they put them on Instagram, and they're using that software to unpixelate them so they can ah, see what they look like. Good and, job. And, yeah. Um, so I'm ready for one more beer, um, maybe the final beer of the day. You guys cool with that? Right. I'm more? cool. I don't want to. I don't, don't want to scrape up my other rims driving home. <laughs> Kevin. Yes. Why'd you bring this beer? Um, this is one of my favorite beers and i drink this on a regular basis so if you say well why do you drink this one on a regular basis so uh, you're gonna figure out real quick so when you look at this the color one through five what do you guys see i have a question kevin yes how many regular beers do you have we mean regular beers like oh, you my, drink on a regular basis i have <laughs> i've I have a fridge full. <laughs> you have a garage full. <laughs> I have That's quite why a few you would beers. like someone to sponsor us a fridge for, I, the, yes, for I the, need the show. A, yes, please buy us a fridge. I have a lot of beers that I drink, and I do drink them on a regular basis. You know, last night I drank two of the, uh, what was it, San Miguel's before, you know, the show, and I drank two of these. And uh, And what else? Well, and, and I saw something in the recycle bin, so he's not even telling the whole story. He's full of shit. <laughs> what did you see? What beer was it? Old Speckled Hen? Old Speckled Hen. Yes, of course. I had to have one of those also. And if you looked in the other trash can, you'd probably find two more, but I'm not going to go with that. So anyways, um, when you look at the color of this beer, what, what do you see? I mean, it's definitely darker than the other two that we've had, but not by much. I mean, it's, uh, I think it's lighter. I see liquid gold. <laughs> liquid <How> gold. <laughs> it's isn't it the same? It's very similar. Yeah, it is similar. But um, I think so, I, I could. You, I think you could almost say all the beers we 
did today, they're almost the same color. No, yeah, they're, the, they're except all for lights. the melted pennies. The Miguel was maybe just a touch. Is that the one that was a little yeah, bit darker? Yeah, San Miguel. Yeah, yeah, that was a little bit darker. But all the other three were about the same color. See, I don't want to go pour another San Miguel. I don't think there's anything left because I drank them all last <laughs> night. But, <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't know. It's just a little hint about this beer. San Miguel makes this beer. This is one of their uh, oh, other so beers. It's another Filipino beer. It's a Filipino beer, beer and I'm not, I'm not afraid to admit that. So, your color one through five. What do you give it, Justin? Uh, what what I give the last beer? The Sapporo. No, the one that looks like this. The oh no, it was Sapporo. Sapporo <laughs> two. In fact, I think you gave two on all the beers. <laughs> now that I look at the sheets, I'm gonna give this one a one point five just to be original. Me too. I'm going with one point five. I think you guys are nuts. I think it's darker than the I other one. I think it's lighter. I think so. It's you crazy. guys are going one point five. Maybe because you looks like you can see through it more. This is crystal clear. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm giving it a two point five. I think it's darker. And just so you know, Kevin's drank more beer in this show than any show I've ever seen him drink before. In fact, so he's probably we, a little buzzed we, right we now. We have all finished all the beers that we've drank so far. So I'm gonna give it a little. Yeah. Good <laughs> job. Oh. Good job, guys. Yeah. So far, so good. Yeah. Oh, that sound makes me happy. So, um, hey, if I ask you politely, will you change your score to two? <laughs> No, I'm still. I think it's. What did no, he give it? Two point five. I think it's a little bit darker 2. than the other 5? ones. Five. When I look at it from this position, it looks darker. But now that I see it next to the glass He's of Sapporo, <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm gonna make it a two. Thanks, right. man. All right, I knew good. we were homies. Influence me into a two. So, go ahead and give it a good whiff. Whoops. <laughs> I told you it's buzzed. Are we doing a little sports show here? Well, just to go with it, what's going on tonight? It's nighttime in Vegas tonight. Yes, we can close out the game yeah, against the right. Wild. So, uh, Are they we can clinch. Plan? Oh, yeah. they're playing. We can clinch it right clinch now. Clinch for the first time a playoff uh, series in Vegas. They've for won, the they've won a bunch of series. No, well, not to win the cup, but to yeah. advance. Mm. But this is the first time if they win tonight that they've won the deciding game to move on in Vegas. All their other wins have been on the road, but they got they got a home game tonight. So. Yeah, I'm really excited for tonight. And you know, yeah, you guys listen to this later, but I mean we're pumped. I mean I'm gonna it starts at seven o'clock tonight. That's what I'm gonna do. That's all I'm doing is watching that game. I might as well keep this going. Hold on. Don't keep moving. I got more sports. Oh, let's hear it. Uh, you know, since I'm fifty two I guess I got to do a shout out to Phil Mickelson yesterday for winning the PGA. You know, he's going to be 51 years old and he beat all these young kids on what they call maybe the hardest course that they play. And it was close to like 8,000 yards for a golf course, which for is the, for incredible. For the listeners that don't know, this is golf. This is golf. <laughs> and, and let me just tell you, Justin. Good job, Justin. I had the cutest Asian girl coming today. I really did. What hop, What happened? We had to reschedule. <laughs> Whatever. Because Dwayne has to play golf today. That oh. is exactly what happened. Dwayne, you and whacking your balls ruins everything. <laughs> <laughs> so let me go back to the beer. Let me bring you back in. Yes, I Are screwed you? up. But it worked out okay. <laughs> so um, go and give it a good whiff. Mm, what's that smell? Ew. I got nothing. I got nothing. Also, I smell it pretty good. <laughs> do you, what do you smell? Give us a little hint of what you what you got there, because 
I don't smell anything. I... This also smells more like champagne than beer. I, I don't get that smell, and I, I tried. So for me, I'm going to give it a big one. Dwayne, how about you? One. One. And Justin? One and a half. I can. I mean, I really have to try to smell it, but I can. <laughs> well, um, I'm curious what you guys think of this beer. Go ahead and give it a taste. And I've already had it before many times, so I don't need to drink it quite. Man, this tastes like cheer. Cheer. Champagne and beer. I don't get champagne <laughs> and beer at all. He's got his lines. What do we have tonight? We have bine and cheer. I like the. I like well, the I meant, I meant the previous beer that I said bine. I should have said cheer because I I didn't mean wine. Wait, is wine champagne kind of? I think wine and champagne are technically like the same class. Oh. Champagne, champagne itself is from French and it's a bubbly wine. So basically. tomato potato. Well, not really. I mean, it's its own separate. But I think if you were to put it in their own division like a beer is beer but it has multiple ones i think wine and champagne is part of that and that's just my opinion i don't know what i'm talking about half the time yeah it tastes like champagne to me i, I think you're nuts it does well not taste i like am i mean it's different tasting of the two filipino beers we had i like the san miguel better do you really okay yes. so you don't feel like this is a little bit stronger this does i would say it feels a little stronger i mean it's a stronger taste i mean out of all the beers i mean it, the Sapporo had a strong taste too. The first two, the San Miguel and the Taiwan beer, I thought they were really smooth, both of them. The Sapporo's got some bite. This is just different. Yeah. Um, why is um, it so hot? I don't know why it's so hot. So your taste, one through 10. Justin, what do you give it? Just copy and paste everything I said about <laughs> San Miguel. <laughs> Let me let me find that paperwork here. Really, San you think? Miguel. I think he gave it a five. He gave it a five. You gave it a five. How'd I guess? It, I mean, I I am wondering if this is San Miguel, and you're just pulling <laughs> our pubes. See, I, I don't get that with this beer. I think it's much stronger than San Miguel. I mean, it's got a real good kick in your ass taste to it. You don't find that. It tastes like San Miguel with just a little more alcohol. Okay, and could you, be you, you might be it. Maybe what? it's a, just a San Miguel with higher alcohol content. Wait, didn't you say this is the same company? Yeah, it is the same company. It could be. Uh -huh. They made a stronger beer. So, Dwayne, what do you give that taste? One through ten. Uh, I'll give it a five point five. Five point five. So for me, I know what this beer is. I drink it on a regular occasion. I love it. I think it's good. Um, it'll definitely get you where you need to go. So I'm going to give it a 7.5. And um, so how about your wow factor? If you walked into a bar and saw this on tap, what would you give it? Copy paste. So Justin's <laughs> not wowed at all. So you gave Probably it a like, five last time. I think I'll go five too. Like middle of the road. I mean, I mean, it's not bad. It's not horrible. It's just like in the middle and... I mean, it's okay. I mean, I could drink it, definitely. I mean, if I went to the house and this is what they're serving, I'm drinking it with everybody. But it'd be rude not to. I think <laughs> you two have drank too many Asian beers today. This is like a really strong, good beer. I, I'm going to give it a big eight. I, I don't know what you guys are thinking, you know. And We don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> well, as you, Yas, said, 
You're trash, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> My roommate. Well, uh, I, this is the, the, the last interview of the day. So why don't you go ahead and give a listen to this? Okay. Hello. Hi, is this Luz? Yes, this is Luz. Who's this? This is Kevin with three different pints. Um, I got to let you know that you were on the air. We were recording you. So the reason oh, okay. why I'm uh, contacting you is I know you're aware of it. It's Asian Pacific American Heritage Month. Oh, I'm not aware of it, but you, uh, I just find it out right now with you. So, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for our audience, um, where were you born? I was born in Laguna, Philippines. The Philippines. Um, yes. And what age were you when you came to the United States? Uh, I was like, um, like almost 21 years old. So was it, was it a hard transition going from the Philippines to America by chance? I mean, Oh yeah, it was, I was, uh, culture shock. It took me like five years to, uh, you know, to really, to really, how do you, how do you say that? To really, um, adapt. So what was the, what was the biggest change for you? Was it the, the English speaking or was it the way things oh, no, were no, run? no, no, no. Yes, like the way the people are, you know, it's the culture. It's it's just different because I grew up in the province, so so when I when I came here, you know, I was I'm a little bit uh, shy. So is a province like it's not where you came from was not like Manila, the big city. It was more of like a country town, is what you're saying? Yes. So more more rural areas. Um, so, I mean, I. I, the whole idea of this interview really is to uh-huh. kind of get an idea of, you know, what it's like for you being a natural born citizen of uh, the Philippines and then moving okay. here and transitioning. And so how often do you get to go back to the Philippines? Oh, you know what? Before I used to go back a lot because, you know, I, I have a boyfriend and then but after, you know, after, you know, after I, uh, we broke up, I, I don't go back anymore. Because my whole family are here, so I only go back like every... Now, the last time I was there was like uh, four years ago, but that was after 10 years of not going home. So your your whole yeah. family has been here in the United States, your mom, dad, all of them. That's that's cool. I mean, yeah. That really helps, yeah, out, helps you out. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh-huh. Um, so when you do go to the Philippines, um, what's the one thing that you crave? I mean, what's the first thing you do when you get there? You know, you know what? I crave the people. You know, the, you know, the people, the, you know, the... You know, that feeling that you, uh, you know, that, you know, that you belong to the, you know, because it's just like, just feel that, you know, that feeling that, uh, that you're home. So you kind of like, you know, like when I was, I used to work on the cruise ships, so we would go out to uh-huh. sea at six months at a time. And then when we came back to the United States, you know, the first thing I did is I jumped in a taxi and I went to In-N-Out Burger because <laughs> Man, nothing feels like America better than an out burger. Yeah. So that's what I was kind of looking forward, you know, for you. No, no, no. I feel like, you know, the people there, like, you know, like your your home is like, the, you know, it's just the smell and everything, you know. I mean, you know, like, and then um, the food, too. I crave the food. But once I tried it, it's just like it's different. It's not like what I, you know, it's not like what I remember it. But uh, it's mostly the people, like, I, you know, like, you know, the just, the, you know, being with all the Filipino and then. You know, being home, you know, I don't have to speak English. You know, I can just speak my native tongue and then uh, there's like things like that. (laughs) What is your native tongue called? Tagalog. Tagalog. Yep. So I worked on the cruise ships, as I mentioned before, and um, uh, there was a crew of 500 and 340 of them were all from the Philippines. 
And they are, and you know this, but they are wonderful people. And they used to throw the biggest parties. I mean, just... Oh, yeah, we're big on parties. Oh, big on... The food is just dish after dish after dish. And I I don't want to be rude. I don't remember the names of them, but man, I would eat it. Oh, so good. They were... Yeah. So here you are. you, You live in Las Vegas now. Yes. And if you want to go out and get that filling, is there any place in town that you can go to, you know, to get that Filipino food, that spirit? You know what? I used to go to Coffee Moda and then um, where else? Like, you know, like if I want that, you know, like then I go with my, you know, like I go to my mom's house, right? It'd be with all my family, my brother, my sisters, you know, my niece. We listeners can't go to your mom's house and hang out with you guys, you know? So if if somebody... (laughs) I don't know Coffee Moda, huh? Cafe Moda? I don't know Coffee Moda. Yeah, Capibolda. That's a karaoke place. It's a Filipino joint that we used. I used to hang out when I was, you know, when I was single. But uh, yeah, they have the food. They have all the Filipinos in there. We do some karaoke. We do some drinking, and then uh, dancing. So and then um, th- it's like a Filipino club. So if this is more for Justin. So you're saying there's a lot of Filipino single women at this club? Uh, yeah, there are a lot of Filipino single. Looking. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Well, for anybody yeah. who's single and wants to hook up with a Filipino, yeah. that's the place to go. Um, so yes. back to being the family getting together. Um, this is a beer rating show. Um, you told me you don't drink beer. Uh-huh. Um, but what, I do drink beer. You do drink beer. So what is your favorite yes. beer? Uh, in the Philippines or here? Both. Give me both. Here in the United okay. States, what's your favorite beer? I don't know if I pronounced this right, but uh, Heineken. Oh, Heineken. Heineken. Yes, it's Heineken, very popular. Yeah. And you know what? It's a very popular beer in Asia. That is for sure. Um, and when you're back home in the Philippines, what's your favorite beer? Red Horse. Red Horse. That is. Yeah. Not yes. San Miguel. It's Red Horse. Man. I do hardcore. <laughs> That's a very good choice. You and I can hang out anytime. So You have tried Red Horse? Oh, I love Red Horse. In fact, we're going to yeah. try it on the show. In fact, that'll be okay. the next beer coming up. Yes, ma'am. So thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate this. You know, that's it. Th- that's it. I, I okay. Ju- I told you it only going to be a minute. I just wanted to know a little bit about it. And you know, when I ask people what does Asian Pacific American Heritage Month mean to them, a lot of them gave me blank stares. Like they didn't even yeah, know what was don't know. going on. We don't know. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't know. Like there's even an Asian. I don't. I thought you make that up. No, it, it's a real deal. It's in May. <laughs> you know. So hopefully my show will get the word out. You know, I'm going to try to do some history if I can, you know. So I really appreciate your time. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Kevin. Bye-bye. Hey, Justin. Oh, yeah? You want to go to Cafe Moda with me and I'll be your chaperone? Dang, man. You're darn tooting. (laughs) It's a lot of fun. Well... I'm the perfect guy for the job. Because we can sing karaoke. Because you can sing karaoke, can't you? If you like Barry Manilow. Barry's okay. Oh, Mandy. Well, you came and you gave without taking. But I sent you away, oh, Mandy. (laughs) He's going to score, man. They're going to love him. Yeah, like, I think you're going to do very well, Captain. Yeah, I've been man. there before. It's a cool place. I mean, it's it's not as big as a normal club, but it, it's wall-to-wall Filipinos, man. If you're into Filipino people, it's so fun. So if I get on stage, sing gay songs, I'll get some hump? That, I don't know. You know, it's up well, to you. I mean, it's I think if you went to a Barry Manilow concert, what's the percentage of females at there? Mm, tons, I guess. Probably 90, 90%. Fruit, fruit flies? 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, don't want to get this. So hold on. What was your wow factor for this beer? Just the copy and paste from the first beer. A uh, five. Yeah. Is what you put? All right, five. And you, Dwayne? Ditto. Ditto five. <laughs> I personally, I like this beer, so I'm going to give it a big eight. I think it's delicious. Um, the alcohol by volume is eight percent, so it's a bit stronger than what we've had today. You were right, Justin. Because I was saying that this is the exact same beer that we had the first time, only stronger. That's right. I agree. Yeah, same I, company makes it. Yes, they and do. And it's just stronger. <laughs> so back to the beer we just had. Um, Lose. She said that um, Cafe Moda, 3400 South Jones Boulevard, if you want to have a good time with Filipinos and drink and have a good time. And- yep. And our first one, Lucy, she recommended Grill City. It's a Filipino-style barbecue in Cucina ni Lorraine. It's um, located on 3507 South Maryland Parkway. It's also, you know, a really good food. So if you guys want to go there, give it a shot. Um, so that's basically the end of our show, I think. I mean, is there anything you want to add to this show? No, I just want to go to Cafe Moto with Dwayne and get some <laughs> hotties. Well, they are definitely, the Filipino girls are hotties. And the reason why, you know, I brought two Filipinos and I said before is because they're the first Asians to actually come to America. Well, documented Asians. And that was in 1587. So, um, you know, the South Pacific Islands is a great place. Um, do you remember when we went to that island? It's um, it's pronounced Truck Island, but it's C-H-U-C-K or C-H-O-O-K. There's different ways to say it, but basically what it was, um, it was a huge battle in World War II. And the Japanese, during a storm, put their boats into a bay. And they like were trying to protect their ships because they're full of cargo to, to attack the next you know, spot where they were going. And the Americans said, storm? <sniffs> Screw the storm. We're attacking. So they came in and they just destroyed all those ships. But they're still there, fully intact, under the water. So if you get a chance to go there and do some scuba diving, I, dude, it was awesome. Do you remember that? Truck yeah. Island. Yes. It, it was it was unbelievable. There's zero airplanes fully intact on the bottom of the sea. The decks still have live grenades, live ammunition sitting on top. I'm expecting the place to blow up any day now, but they, it just won't. I mean, it's amazing. Um, another island that I really liked, and I think I mentioned before in the show, was Palau. I mean, what a beautiful area, you know, and... I recommend anybody who's a scuba diver to go there. And that's just, the most beautiful scuba diving I've ever seen. Not, I mean, just the surrounding area is beautiful, but then you have those uh, manta rays. They look like B fifty two bombers just swimming <laughs> over you, yep. and and the sharks they're scary as f- f- heck. Yes, they are. <laughs> they don't bite you at all. I remember um, when we were scuba diving, you and I. I was done. My tank was empty, so I came back up to the boat and. Out of nowhere, Justin and the dive instructor pop up, and I'm like, "What? What's going on?" You know? And do you remember you ran out of air? Yeah, I wasn't checking my gauge. <laughs> I ended up getting rickets. <laughs> wow, you almost died that day. Yeah, yeah. but it would have been worth it, dude. It was a beautiful <laughs> spot. So those are my memories. You know, we've we've been all over the place, Justin and I, and I know Dwayne's been to, to Asia, and he lived there, and you know. I don't know how to explain it, but I'm really bummed out that, you know, nobody knows what um, Asian Pacific month really is. 
you know, and it, it's kind of just like a heritage to the people who are from other countries. And I'm all for it. I mean, I they should know more about it. And I don't know how to get the word out. You well, know? that was nice of you to interview these wonderful people today and get the word out that yeah, way. It, the only way I could do it. There's no way I can bring all those people in the, in the studio. And, you know, I originally had a hot chick set up for today to sit and, you know, talk to us. But somebody had to play golf today so yeah, it's my fault sorry and Dwayne, didn't even finish the sports show we were supposed to talk about also uh phil mickelson the 50 year old that won the pga yesterday so a little shout out to him that a uh, 50 year old could beat all these young kids on one of the hardest golf courses in the world but it's my fault that i'm playing golf today and what do you want to say to me justin you just you whacking your balls today ruined everything. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. It, it, it did. I had somebody lined up, but because of the scheduling conflict, they weren't able to make it today. So I went out and I, I did the interviews with these people, and I really appreciate their time for doing it. Um, it means a lot to me to do that they would do that for us. You know, So thank you so much for that. Um, I had a great time today. I hope oh, you I guys did. Too, did. And I want to tell everyone out there, if you get a chance, go visit Asia, man. Take the chance. I mean, I know it's a long-ass flight, man. Every flight I make to go back to Thailand from the time I leave Vegas to the time I land, you know, it's 20 to 24 hours. But just make sure you give yourself a couple weeks and enjoy yourself, and uh, you'll love it. Great food, great people, good times. And that's the key, great people. And uh, I know there's some things in the news today that, you know, I'm not political. I'm not going to go into politics. You guys watch the news. You know what I'm talking about. But I, the people are amazing. If you just would just talk to them, you know, they are great, great people. So on that note, I'm, I'm going to end the show. And if you like the show, please like us on Facebook. Um, follow us on Instagram at 3D Pints. Also, we have another sponsor, you know. Beautiful. Denise, she gave us a nice donation. Thank, Thank you, you very Denise. much. Thank you, Denise. Whoops, I pressed the wrong button again. I'm hammered. <laughs> I drink all the beers. You're a silly goose. <laughs>